It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. I, I sort of wore out my uh, my snooze button. I'm not sure it's going to work anymore. As, it, as my finger is coming toward it, it's going, no, 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 you should get up now. Consequence Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with It's the interview series presented by WFPK at WFPK.org Consequence and the Consequence Podcast Network Thanks as always for making your way here for uh, checking out the series Of course, I, uh, I do hope you hit that subscribe button So you can keep up with all the interviews that we put out every single week It's a new one every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday Three interviews a week to keep you up to date on your favorite artists and discover those new ones. You can do so at any of the usual places you get podcasts from. That includes Spotify, Apple Podcast, at NPR, WFPK.org, Consequence, YouTube for the video versions, or anywhere you get your podcast from. You can subscribe to Kyle Meredith with. And in fact, uh, we're, we're hoping to kind of spread the word a little bit more about this uh, Kyle Meredith with par- a podcast. Uh, and it turns out uh, you're the person who can help more than anybody else on that. So if you like this show as much as we like bringing it to you, uh, we need you to hop over to Apple Podcasts. Uh, hit the follow button at Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. Not only is it a quick and easy way to show your support, but it'll give you the chance to win some exclusive Consequence merch. You just head to the link in the show notes and submit your info along with a, a screenshot of your review. We'll be shouting out our winners all December, so make sure to follow and review soon. And of course, thanks for all your support in helping uh, the Kyle Meredith with podcast grow. And and there's lots of reasons, of course, to subscribe. I mean, just consider some of the uh, the guests we've had on recently like Mike Mills of R.E.M., the cast of Goosebumps, uh, Francis Lawrence, who directed the uh, Hunger Games movies. We had Neil deGrasse Tyson, Dolly Parton, Rufus Wainwright, Gavin Rosdella Bush, Johnny Marr of The Smiths, Art Alexakis of Everclear, Paul Rogers from Bad Company and Free. Just an example of what you get when you subscribe to the Kyle Meredith with podcast. And that's me, Kyle Meredith, today talking with Lee Lochnane, of Chicago, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame trumpet player from the Rock and Roll Band with Horns is here to talk about their new uh, holiday collection, their uh, greatest Christmas hits. 
Uh, Lee and I are going to discuss the group's success with their three Christmas albums uh, that they've released over the years. Uh, in fact, uh, the whole series kicked off 25 years ago this year. It's the 25th anniversary of that first one. We'll hear about it how they give so many classics that uh, Chicago sound that they're so well known for, and co-writing, um, uh, especially one of the uh, the holiday songs called A Child's Prayer. Uh, Lee's also going to talk about covering the Beatles' Magical Mystery Tour just earlier this year, and what he thinks of the new song now and then, uh, how they plan their live shows and tour, and speaking of tour, uh, we'll talk about next summer's Double Bill with Earth, Wind, and Fire. All that and more as we dig into Chicago's greatest Christmas hits. It's Kyle Meredith with Lee Lochnane. Hello, Kyle. Thanks for having me on the show. It's great to see you. And uh, and and you're always able to be, I mean, this is the band that's been around for well over 50 years now and always touring. Right, the band that won't go away. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was always the rock and roll bands with horns, but maybe you've got a new tag at this point. <laughs> This morning, it's uh, that's the new one for me. <laughs> that's the new one. Man, it is a pleasure to see you on here. And again, um, uh, what we're mostly talking about today, as I mentioned, uh, greatest Christmas hits. You've compiled, what is it, the three Christmas albums? Is that what it is? This is a compilation of three Christmas albums in a bundle that's out on CD, uh, Chicago Complete Christmas. And then out of that, uh, Warner Rhino chose, I think, the best songs that did well for them and put them on the greatest Chicago Christmas hits. And uh, I think the title is something like that, right? Chicago's greatest Christmas hits. And, and, uh, and that's what it is. I think it uh, opens up with let it snow, which I think was their biggest seller. So, uh, and uh, luckily I was able to sing on that one. I had no idea that I was going to do it when I brought the arrangement and I had, I had uh, intended for, someone else to sing the lead because i am the trumpet player but uh so not only did i play trumpet on that song i sang it and you know i i told them to give me a shot uh see what i sound like on a couple lines and <clears throat> bring in the hook and get me out of there if it's not working and it worked out pretty good and you're you are our introduction to the holidays this year so that's... All right. Merry Christmas. <laughs> it's a lot. It feels like it's a little bit of weight on, on your shoulders. You got to hold the whole holidays up with that one. Oh, no, 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 no. It's going to be fun for everybody. It's light and airy. So, so the label is the one that got to choose these. It's always kind of interesting when I talk to artists who put out any kind of hits collection, because sometimes you pass it off. It's a label or the manager or whatever. Sometimes the artist is, you know, and it, like it opens up the debate. I mean, do you find for yourself personally? I mean, you're like, oh, I would have put this one on and maybe not that one. Does it come around to that? You know, I mean, we're on the road, so we're quite busy with what we're doing out here. And Peter Chivarelli, our manager, is usually he's very hands on and very meticulous as to what he would like as well. So I'm sure he had his ideas in there with one Rhino as they were picking the songs. He's always has our best interest at heart. Well, it helps that, you know, you're kind of going, oh, these are the biggest ones. These are the biggest songs. Exactly. Right. And we wouldn't know. They would. They're the ones that are looking at the numbers, not us. It is a great collection. And it's fun to see this. But it's also interesting to see, like, you know, so the first Christmas album, I think, came out around, it might be the 25th anniversary. At least it's around there. It was 98, I think. Yeah. So and now with three Christmas albums, I mean, obviously, you know, for all the rest of the year, you have all these years these decades of hits 
but you've sort of found this lane. I mean, Chicago has this holiday lane. Like, why do you think it's become such an important, I don't know, touchstone for, you know, part of the later career of the band? Well, you know, there comes a time for everyone to to uh, take a look back. And we, we are so busy still to this day, working all the time that it's difficult to sit down and take a look back at what your career has been doing. And, and you know, funnily enough, when we, funnily a word, is that a sure, word? It is now. Something like, yeah, right. It is for you, Lee. <laughs> look it up. Uh, anyway, when we uh, got to the 25th year and decided on doing a Christmas album, it was probably in June that we started doing it. You know, it was April, May, or June that we started recording the album. So it was the middle of summer. And uh, Roy Bitten, who who was the producer of the album, the first day we came in to the studio, he had it festooned with lights and and all kinds of uh, uh, decor- Christmas decorations. I think he might have even had a tree in the control room. And it was like he wanted us to feel like it was Christmas. And it did. It was really cool. And that success, did it surprise you that uh, the Christmas albums have kind of taken off in the way they have? Because... Because there are lots of Christmas albums, but people chose this one. And we tr- we uh, looked at it as though we were going to make original arrangements of Christmas songs, the tried and true Christmas hits, but make them, uh, we ended up calling it Chicagoized Christmas songs. And uh, we did arrangements. And a few years back, we had done a, uh, a big band album, and we approached those songs pretty much the same way we did with the Christmas albums as original arrangements of tried and true hits. So uh, these songs, I I know that many of them, when they start out uh, playing the intro, you don't know it's a Christmas song until it hits the first verse. And and I heard that that people were playing these records all year long because they weren't your typical Christmas songs and they were listenable no matter what type of, no matter what time of year it was. And that's a hard trick to pull off. And, uh, you know, maybe not for you guys. You might have made it sound easy, at least. Well, we enjoyed doing the arrangements. I can tell you that much for sure. And we'll be right back right after this. Shout out to uh, Astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. Uh, I, I live in Kentucky, in the Midwest, and allergies... Yeah, I suffer. When I say I suffer from allergies, I suffer from allergies. And around here, everyone I know deals with allergies to some degree. And for a long time, I thought it was just something that I would have to live with, which is a real problem um, for anything, but especially when you're a radio host. It affects my voice. It affects my mood. It affects everything. And I feel like I've tried every. I've tried all the medicines. Some of them work better than others, but there's there's never a perfect one out there, especially because some of them take forever to actually work and some of them don't work at all. And then there's Astapro, the fastest solution to nasal allergy symptoms. It's what I use now and it's definitely changed my life. Astapro is the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. It's the fastest 24 hour over the counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Uh, Astapro is the first and only 24 hour steroid free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, 
runny and itchy nose and sneezing. With all the pollen in the air, with all the dust around the the corners of the house, uh, even with uh, the allergies I have from my dog, Astapro has been the nasal spray that has helped me with all of my allergies. And it can help you too. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. That's A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. Astapro and go. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. It's Kyle Meredith with Lee Lochnane of Chicago. There was, um, it, while it's not on the greatest hits, there was uh, uh, one of the originals on that first record was uh, Child's Prayer, which you co-wrote. Correct. With Where did that song come from? Uh, John Darrell presented that song to me, and then I added my little uh, piece of the action, and we did a demo, played it for the band, and uh, everybody got excited, and we, we did it for the album. And uh, it was a lot of fun because the I think the most fun that the band had during that that recording was the day that we brought our kids in to sing Child's Prayer. And I think Jimmy had a song called One Little Candle. And uh, our kids came in and sang both of those songs on the same day. So instead of bringing our instruments in, we brought cameras. (laughs) We were running around taking pictures all day. That's nice. It was great. Is there... Like to write a Christmas song, you you know you've got the assignment, you know, or a holiday song, or anything like that. You, you know, you any holiday is what I mean. You've got the assignment anyway. Is it different than writing a non-holiday tune? I mean, or or is it just kind of the same with, you know, the words you know you're going to put in? I think it was actually more fun because there there is less uh, competition, maybe, uh, and you know that you're going to have a, a song on the album. All you got to do is put the arrangement together, and it was fun writing the arrangements and changing changing it up rhythmically and maybe making a couple of different uh, changes quarterly. Uh, and, uh, you know, you keep the melody the same, make sure the song is recognizable as the song, but uh, maybe not necessarily right off the bat. You know, sort of trick them into it. This is not really a Christmas song. <laughs> Here it is! Here yeah. it is. <laughs> I, I've said this before, but I think if if I were if I were an artist who are in the really in the game, that uh, that would be my goal. Like you know, to to pull off what Mariah has pulled off, what's wow yeah. McCartney had even pulled. I mean, of course, you know, he's got the Beatles and all that, but but he could have that. What he could just have wonderful Christmas time, and you'd be set for life, right? Like that's that's, the, that's the, I feel like that would be the dream. Like get that yeah. song. People have those those songs that have set them up for life, and I'm I'm not one of those. You know, I'm a you know, I got I'm like a two hit wonder. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> it's afforded me a very good life, and I'm I love what we're doing. You know, I I can think of a lot worse things to be doing with my life right about now. But what great <laughs> hits they are, by the way. 
It is fun. It is fun playing them every night and people don't tire of them, which is gratifying for us. I'll tell you. Well, I know uh, speaking of playing them, you know, for people, um, uh, with the next tour on the way next year, but, uh, but also looking a little bit back, like this year, you guys started some of the tour by releasing a cover of magical mystery tour. Speaking of the Beatles. That's right. That's right. Right. And I was able to go on the, the Beatles station and present it with, uh, um, uh, Frick, uh, I, I'm David Frick, David Frick, and um, I, I'm blanking on the names now. There's three guys that have the uh, breakfast for, with the Beatles in the morning, and uh, but it was a lot of fun talking to those guys because I listened to the Beatles station all the time, and and uh, Tom Franzioni, yeah, it was a lot of fun talking with them, and I think I actually uh, they, they were had designed the show as a surprise and they were going to present the fact that we were going to, pre- going to have the Chicago version of Magical Mystery Tour on the show. <laughs> as we were talking, just sort of, you know, off the cuff, I brought it up. And uh, <laughs> I think they had the surprise all all uh, worked up and I sort of blew their surprise. And I'm still not sure if they're upset with me or not. <laughs> I'll get back on the show. Or not. <laughs> I, think, I think they'll be fine. I think they'll be fine. I hope so. What, what I hadn't realized when I heard this, uh, hearing you all talking about it, was that stretched all the way back to the early, early days too. That was a song that you all were covering right from right from the beginning, right? Is yeah. that right? Oh yeah. When Sergeant Pepper came out, and then uh, I mean, we loved the Beatles from the from the get go. We played a bunch of Beatles songs when we were playing the clubs, and. Uh, um, uh, Magical Mystery Tour was one of them. And I I heard, um, uh, as, a, as we were recording it, I was looking for older versions when we did it in the clubs. And we actually recorded it live in Japan. And uh, it didn't sound quite as good as what it does now. Uh, we <laughs> It sounds a little more like uh, the actual song than we did way back when. But, you know, we, we enjoyed the Beatles so much that we had to... to uh, Try our best. Have you have you listened to the new one with now and then? Oh yeah, yeah, and that's amazing. That technology, this AI stuff, is really pretty bizarre. That and and separating the piano from the vocal was it's beyond magical. I mean, it's like you can't do that, but this computer has decided that it can. So who knew? How do you feel about the actual song? I think that's because at first it was about the AI and and then, you know, people kind of got over that once they realized why it was used and how it was used. And then it became about the song. And that's been, I find, one of the most interesting conversations that's happened over the past few weeks. It is very cool. Uh, it's probably not, and I, I doubt that they would consider it their best song, but uh, it, it's a song that is very, it's unique in the fact that it's, you know, it has two people on it that aren't with us anymore. So uh, to be able to do that and still pull it off and and seem like they are all in the studio together is magical. Yeah, it's a, I, I've I've thought of it that long winding road. Like it would almost it's it's almost like John's version of that in a way. Exactly. Like, right. You know. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. So you know, I know that's just a one off. Um, to kind of launch the tour. Do you guys think about those? I mean, do you have kind of the backlog or the wish list or the archive? You're like, oh, more of more more of that kind of stuff. Uh, I think that was pretty much an anomaly for us because we, we usually come out, we have a rehearsal at the beginning of the year and decide what our show is going to be. 
And uh, because, you know, night after night, you cannot change up the show anymore, you know, within reason, because we have so much more production going on. We have the lights and the sound and the microphones and, you know, moving around on the stage. So you pretty much got to know where you're going, what the map is and uh, and set it up so that the that the uh, the show starts with a bang. Hey, how you doing? We're here. And then it comes down a little bit and it goes through its phases. And by the end of the show, you have everybody up and standing. Uh, at least that's the desire. Because if they're not standing by the end of the show, you are in a lot of trouble. <laughs> and it's been working out for us. So we're good to go. <laughs> when you think about the show in that way, I mean, obviously you've got the songs that you probably need to play. You've, you've got the hits that people are counting on. Do you think about it in thematic terms as well? I mean, is it a storytelling or is it just moods that you're going for? It's it's more moods I think that we're going for, and and it's also uh, like you said, it's the songs that we we need to play, but it's songs that we still don't get tired of playing because I'm asked that all the time. You get tired of playing these songs, and the answer really is no, because they're still as interesting as they were when we recorded them, and uh, our attempt is to try to make them sound like we're playing them for the first time. That's probably the biggest trick. But uh, we're such perfectionists that we want to get it right every time. And as soon as you hit a clam, you know, oh boy, you know, yeah. I'm not, I'll get that one tomorrow, okay, folks. Yeah. <laughs> and and realistically, most people don't hear the mistakes that we hear. Yeah. So we just go on, go on and uh, play it the best we can. And we'll be right back right after this. Welcome back. It's Kyle Meredith with Lee Lockning of Chicago. Now I I know like especially when you've got a catalog as big as yours every year is an anniversary for some of the albums. I mean, even looking towards next year, because, because Chicago seven turns 50 and, and what is it? Chicago 17 turns 40 because that's how math works. Now just imagine <laughs> when Chicago 50 hits 50. <laughs> well, there we go. <laughs> if we get there. <laughs> do you take into account those, mo- do you try to, do you try to, you know, to, to recognize those moments if you can? I don't think really, I think the, you know, like, uh, the record company is the one that that really reminds us that this is the 50 year 50 year 50th anniversary of any particular song or record and uh you know wow yeah and you, you know you take yourself back to the day that you recorded it and, you know what you can remember from from playing this the the, the song the first time well, that you know probably should hold true for next year with the, with the song call on me because that is the 50th anniversary there oh so. my god I hadn't even thought of that. Obviously, I mean, we're so busy. That's that's not the first thing on my mind. I don't want to think. I you know, I feel like we're twenty years old with fifty years experience. No, weird how that works out. Oh yeah, it must. It must. <laughs> I keep trying to look younger, and somehow that's not working out. <laughs> you haven't aged a day since yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> you don't look a year over ninety. Yeah. <laughs> well, I should point out I, I'm in I'm in Louisville here. I've already seen you guys are going to be back here. Um, May May of next year, you're going to be back. Yes. Is it harder to be off because you've been on the road forever, and and it seems like you're on the road forever. Is it like and and of course you've been doing this for a long time too. I'm, I'm sure you've figured out how to how to be on and be off. But but what is that trans? Because you hear artists especially after those first couple of years of, of heavy tour. And they'd be like, walking through the grocery is the weirdest thing in the world when I get home. <laughs> like, like, what's your routine for the come down? Well, it's always necessary because there's no food in the cupboard <laughs> when you get home. 
Sure. Because right? you want to get rid of the food before you go so it's not growing something by the time you get back. And uh, and many times I have forgotten, and there are things a little uh, gamey when you open up the refrigerator the first time. So you got to start cleaning that out and maybe uh, see if there's something that you can eat before you go to the store. But uh, we get used to both phases of our lives. Uh, by the time the, the tour comes to an end or one leg of the tour, we are ready to go home. And uh, we enjoy the end of the tour and that last show and hey uh, you guys have a good time safe flights we'll see you next time and then when you get back home I remember I, I know that the first time I wake up pretty much every time I go home I have to remember that I am home oh my god this is home this is not another hotel you know so and then I quickly remember where my bathroom is. <laughs> it's going to be a good feeling right there. I know that's a good feeling. There is, yes, it's, especially after the bathroom visit. It's a very good feeling. <laughs> <laughs> I got no transition out of that one. No sag. Uh... <laughs> I feel like I'm more McDonald all of a sudden. <laughs> I will say, as far as the touring next year, too, the other big announcement, Earth, Wind & Fire. Joint tour? Yes. That starts in July of next year. It's going to be amazing. With it. I think it's our fourth uh, touring season with them. And uh, we're doing, I, I think it's around 46 shows now. So we're going to we're gonna be all over the United States with Earth, Wind & Fire. A lot of fun. They play a set, we play a set. And then we both, both bands come on stage together and play a six-song encore. Three of their songs and three of ours. Yeah, what a what a perfect combination, really. That's it's a, a lot of fun. I keep thinking we we could do the Super Bowl, Chicago and Earth, Wind and Fire. That would be a great setup for me. How about it, folks? You've heard it first. Just manifest that out there. That's what we're doing. Just as get it out there. Come on. <laughs> we're gonna make we'll, it happen. We'll all fly in. <laughs> I have a good feeling about this. Uh, <laughs> greatest hits. Greatest Christmas hits. Uh, this is so much fun to listen to. And Lee, it's so much fun to talk to you. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you very much, Kyle. It's been great talking to you. My thanks to Lee. The new Chicago Greatest Hits is Greatest Christmas Hits is out now. Thanks to you, of course, for checking out the episode in the series. Again, please do hit that subscribe button so you can keep up with all the interviews that we put out every single week. A new one every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at all the usual places you get podcasts from, as well as YouTube and WFPK.org and Consequence. Uh, and especially if you head over again to Apple Podcasts and you hit the follow button uh, for this series at Apple Podcasts and leave us a review, uh, you're going to get a chance to win uh, some cool exclusive Consequence merch. You just head to the link in the show notes and submit your info along with a screenshot of your review. And again, we'll be shouting out winners all December. Uh, after you do all that, head over to WFPK.org, where I do a show Monday through Friday, starting at 6 p.m. Eastern. You get four hours of classics from the 70s, 80s, and 90s. You get the best in new music. There are uh, bonus interviews, lots of music news as well. Uh, let's see, one of my recent shows featured the music of Morphine, Paul Westerberg, Buffalo Tom, MGMT, uh, Talking Heads, Bow Wow Wow, Nicole Adkins, The Raconteurs, Cat Power, Gomez, John Lennon, Emmy Lou Harris, Anais Mitchell, Leve, Biba Doobie, uh, Had Bob Marley, Van Morrison, Groove Armada, Sneaker Pimps, Foo Fighters, and speaking of Foo Fighters, my uh, interview 
with uh, Foo Fighters guitarist Chris Shiflett. Just an example of what you get every weeknight, starting at 6 p.m. Eastern at WFPK.org. Consequence has your music and film news. You can also find me on the old social media spots, uh, all, all the usual ones. The address is always the same. It's at Kyle Meredith. So I do hope you like and follow along. And that does it for another edition. I'm Kyle Meredith, and I'll see you next time. Consequence Podcast Network. I got. Am I awake yet? You see anything uh, falling out of my eyes? It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.